Why does my team suck so much? He's small. He's no Todd Gurley. My 98 moves are paying off. Mason Crosby. He's so soft and delicate. I want to touch him. <laughs> I don't know. Like he just goes like. One time in the shower. I guess it's hard to figure out exactly when to drop these fools. The I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast starts now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Alvaro Obregon, and joining me today are Pablo and Hansel on the eve of their exciting matchup. How are you guys feeling what about up? that? Yo. Tired. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long week, not just a long day. It's only Tuesday, man. <laughs> <laughs> Big hump coming up. So both fresh Bye. off wins. <laughs> right in the middle of bye week hell. You guys nah. excited about your matchup? Not at all. Eh, I'm good. I had Delaney Walker. I'm pretty good. Delaney Walker's on bye, but he's hurt. So now I have to hunt for a tight end, which doesn't exist. <laughs> I feel all right. Yeah, so we're over the hump of the season. About half the season. Over half of the season is done now. Yeah, man. Already. How are you guys feeling about the last last six games coming up? Dude, I'm just trying to get to sixth place. Trying to avoid that dildo, man. That bottom four is <laughs> it's it's uh it's rough, man, because uh yeah, if you're in the bottom four, there's a good chance you'll end up with it. I was seventh last year. And it's... I don't trust it because you know you start off the season, everyone has the same chance of ending up last. Exactly. If you're in the bottom four, you have a 25% chance. Yeah, dude. Like, and you never know because it's fucking fantasy football and your team just died that week. Mm-hmm. And... That's what happened. Look, Hansel, speaking of, Hansel didn't win a single game until he needed to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've got the perfect losing record in the regular season just to uh, avoid the loser bowl. By winning in the oh. semifinals of the loser bracket. Oh, in 16. <laughs> Only time someone's ever done that. With Matt Moore, of my quarterback, of all people, who is finally becoming relevant again. And I couldn't be any happier about that. I remember that. That was um, it was against the Jets that week. And Tech told you to pick him up. And you're like, you know what? I will. And then helped you out. <laughs> the crazy thing is I should have picked up more Dolphins had I picked up Clay I would have gotten a touchdown out of it I mean I still won that week but Jesus way to uh, put all your eggs in one basket there as far as the strategy goes <laughs> his only win came against me I then went on to lose to Alex and I have a purple trophy sitting on my God, trophy sucks. case All right, guys, and on that note, let's jump into uh, a recap of week seven. We call this Two Things. PJ, start us off. What were your two things for week seven? All right, let's start with the biggest news, probably. Not biggest news, but big performance from Amari Cooper. What the fuck, man? Who, like, no one was expecting that. This guy fucking comes in, 
drops 11 receptions, 210 yards, two receiving touchdowns. Watching that game with Dixie, who traded for him nothing, like traded nothing to get him, he was unbearable. He was. If I hadn't had like Tyreek and Alex Smith balling out, I would have left. He's just Dixie losing's unbearable. Dixie winning is unbearable. <laughs> you make him sound like a horrible, horrible he, person. He's, you know, it's Dixie. We all know him. he's definitely the guy you love to root against. Exactly, it's one of the guys. He's like the Patriots. <laughs> he's like the it, Patriots. Damn, what a performance. I don't know if they can repeat that. It, that it looked, I mean, that's 200 It yards, seemed like man. they were going out of their way to try to get him going. Yeah, that's what I think. Like they, were, I mean, he got 19 targets. Mm-hmm. Michael, they they were really force-feeding him. I mean, without Marshawn Lynch, you know, they just they, – they didn't have much of a run game going at all. It was really just so pass-heavy that I, – I mean, the, the, the surprising thing is – Amari Cooper's performance could have been twice as good if anyone except Amari Nohans Cooper was, you know, trying to get a lot of those targets. Like, he still ended up with three or four drops, two of which could have probably easily gone for a touchdown. It was just ridiculous how much they were forcing the ball to him. 19 targets, bro. Yeah, 19 targets, and we had Ryan that Thursday, I mean, watching Crabtree just not do anything <laughs> which is just sitting there miserable watching Dixie celebrate <laughs> <laughs> all all the looks Amari was getting and then Crabtree getting nothing saving him in the end but zero seconds on the clock with that yeah, touch fucking yeah seven plays at the at, without a time on the clock Second guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up to what I said uh, pre-show, but I'm gonna drop my own guy, Shady McCoy, balled out for me, really bailed me out. Two his first two touchdowns of the year, fantastic performance from him. I loved it. No one was expe- I, no, I don't think uh, I was expecting that from him. I was talking shit before. I was like, yeah, bro, he's definitely gonna get a touchdown this week. And they were like, I think it was his first one, third down, the goal line. And I was watching the game with Dixie. And he's like, it's not going to be shady. He never gets the goal line looks. And I said, I looked at him and I said, fuck you, Dixie. He's going to run in. <laughs> Little you know, runs it in. I was pissed. He lost that fumble in the beginning. And I, you know, bitching. But he made up for it, man. Got his 120 something all, all yards, two touchdowns. Loved it. Hopefully, can keep it up. Plays Oakland. <sighs> Get me that win. Some points, baby. Get that sixth place spot because <laughs> things are looking grim. And <laughs> take it up and hold it down. <laughs> and yeah, I won this week, and I still did a move from eighth place. <laughs> He's still so anxious and worried. The spider seventh place for like. Four weeks. It didn't matter if I won or lost. It was just, I was just stuck there either way. Sucks. <laughs> it's, it's rough. Yeah. What do you want to highlight, Hansel? All right. So, uh, yeah, week seven. I want to highlight Derek Carr, the man who was feeding Amari Cooper every single one of those targets and just controlling that game. You know, people had their doubts. 
saying uh, he came back too soon from that back injury. He he couldn't, you know, really perform, but he, he really proved everyone wrong, you know. After after that first game back, you know, when everyone had their doubts and, you know, he said it wasn't his back, it was the team, it was it was people not, you know, flowing with the plays and he was absolutely right. I mean, the main person I blame is Amari Cooper who who still has a long way to go as far as I'm concerned, but you know, it it's just that offense really shines when you have a wide receiver that can hang on to the ball. So, um, you know, I'm glad that he finally managed to uh, make some of those catches. And I expect big things from Oakland if uh, Amari Cooper can, you know, just continue this streak. Um, another person I want to highlight is Hundley in uh, Green Bay. That. At performance, you know, there's a lot of people with their eyes on that team just trying to see what they do, you know, trying to come back from this Aaron Rodgers situation. I mean, you know, he's he's everyone's hero, man. Everyone's best friend, everyone who they want to have a beer with. They they, they don't don't want their Aaron Rodgers, you know, coming back from from surgery. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, Hundley, this young guy, you know, taking over and – he, he really doesn't seem to be fitting into the system. You know, you, you got this great wide receiver core and, you know, maybe it's just the confidence, you know, from the coaches. They're, maybe they're not just letting him do whatever he wants to. But, I mean, he's already shown us, you know, he, he's he's likely to get interceptions. You know, he, he's just he shows a lot of those traits of just a young, you know, quarterback trying to get comfortable playing at this NFL level. So. I don't know. It's just it's a shame. I'm um, I'm really hoping Green Bay turns it around, figures out what to do with this offense situation because uh, a lot of people are banking on it. You know, it's really rough for all our uh, uh, Green Bay wide receiver owners. You know, yeah, it's uh, I mean it's your Jordy Nelsons, your Devontae Adams, your Randall Cobbs. You know, you have one player go down, and all of a sudden four players take you know a huge dive in points. So yeah. It's rough. <laughs> My two things. I'm going to start off with Adrian Peterson. So this is the Adrian Peterson I was expecting to see, or at least closer to what I'm expecting to see from him. Came way back. I mean, fell really hard back to earth. <laughs> Rushed for only 21 yards. One reception for 12 yards. And in a game where Carson Palmer went down, you kind of need to rely on the running game and just to see this follow-up performance from his surprising performance, I would say from last week. I mean, it's a big difference (laughs) and it's kind of disappointing for Adrian Peterson owners, especially if you drop the crap load of money uh, for him. You, you know, you know, a lot of people did. They, they probably spent their entire budget on Peterson and you can't blame them, you know, with that kind of opportunity. But um, it's just another situation like that Latavius Murray, you know, who who actually rebounded this week. So, I mean, Adrian Peterson, he's just going to be one of those players going to be hit or miss. You're probably going to be right. very touchdown reliant when it comes to Peterson. It's going to be very situation heavy as far as game, you know, pace of the game. So, um, I don't know. I mean, drop him if you think you can do better. But if... No uh, way. 
You don't think you, you're still holding out for you don't uh, drop Adrian Peterson, man? Like, I think the ideal situation for Adrian Peterson owners would have been to sell high after last week, just because it's hard to trust someone. I mean, he's old for the league, you know. He just doesn't have the same spark that he used to. He did take some technically like time off, man. <laughs> but it's rough, man. It's rough when you take time off and then. Try to get back into the game. Sure, I'm sure your body heals, but you're still going to be older. In football years, he's like 30. <laughs> All right, serious question, though. Like, what else would Adrian Peterson do? Like, yeah. I like, like, what could you see this guy doing? Like, is he going to be like... Like a PE teacher? Cooking up meals or, you know, just like in the kitchen at some restaurant somewhere. Like, like what's he going to do? He just... I see him being like a really rough PE teacher. Like, PE teacher, uh, yeah, just, just a hard whipping ass. dodgeballs at kids, <laughs> just right in their head. He's making elementary school kids do squats. He's trying to out squat them. I'm just saying, I would not want to be disciplined in that classroom ever. No, <laughs> I, I line. Yep, the slightest thing. He, I mean, he's massive, gigantic mm-hmm. person. He will throw those little like stress balls at you and still like fucking mark you. and my second guy is zeke elliott who is playing like he knows he's about to go away for a long time i mean this guy's getting the last taste we don't (laughs) i'm pretty sure he's confident he's not going away pretty sure he's paying his lawyers a lot to for that to be or the cowboys helping him with that they probably are right trying to beat that case on the field man (laughs) exactly uh, I mean, this guy went off three yard, three touchdowns, two rushing, one receiving touchdown, which was for seventy uh, seventy two yard. That was fucking that was disgusting. <laughs> the way he kept his feet in bounds, yeah, was crazy. Got to give it to him. He's definitely balling. looks like he wore off that rust that looked like he had earlier in the season. I mean, if this guy can stay playing at this level. For the rest of the season, that's saying he's not. If he doesn't get suspended, then whoever was able to pick him up in, I guess, the middle rounds, unless he, in your draft, if he went early, then. I mean, you've still got an incredible player, top three running backs. But, no, if you took him second, third round, it's a freaking steal. But, yeah, you got a huge steal if you got him anywhere other than the first round. It's a shame. Steal. That he will get suspended, and he will ruin your playoff chances, Dixie. I know you're here. You keep holding out hope, man, but I don't think he's going anywhere. The but, NFL is crumbling. But like we, like we're we trying were, to settle now. Like, like we were talking about before the podcast, Dixie's the type of guy who wants to hold on to that. Like he, he's he has Adrian Peterson. He blew all his fob money on Adrian Peterson. And after that one performance, I'm pretty sure he was high off his own juice. And uh... no, of course. But I, I, NFL, I mean, I'm telling you, the NFL looks like garbage now. Now they're trying to settle with Zeke instead of like you look like a bitch. You're the NFL, <laughs> dude. You have billions of dollars at your disposal. I I really doubt they're going to settle. I mean, they wanted to speed That's up a rumor. The, the trial. Yeah, and, and the judge said no. 
fuck judge you. is making them wait. But really, I mean, if they back down from this, they're setting a precedent that anytime a player commits something that they deem offensive, you know, they're going to have a long-standing legal battle to, you know, fight. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't. I think they, they definitely want to come out on top of this. They want to win. Uh, if it goes to trial and he ends up serving it next year, it'll it'll just make their power stronger because they, they already beat Brady. And all Brady was on the line for was a couple pounds per square inch inside of a football. This, this is nothing like, you know, testimony from, you know, some domestic violence dispute. I mean, that's... That's something a lot more sp- serious. Something that the NFL definitely has a lot of pressure on sure. to, you know, treat seriously. And they're not going to back down from this legal fight. I mean, I know all the Zeke fans out there think he's going to start, but if if Josh Gordon is still <laughs> not on the field <laughs> for his offenses, then believe me, Zeke don't deserve to be out there. Hansel oh, is Josh on, Gordon's number one fan. For real. <laughs> that, you know what? I'm, I'm going to plug him into my starting lineup right now. <laughs> drop him, dude. Drop him. He's not going to play. That's the Just deepest. reinstatement. That's the deepest of stashes. That's that's every year, He's man. He's burning a hole in his bench. He really is. Just drop him. There you go. Starting against Pablo. You heard it right here, right now. <laughs> Josh Gordon coming back this week. Dude, By please, Sunday, please leave them in. And as we segue into their our waiver talk segment, that is not good advice. Awesome. Please don't listen to that. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. Do not pick up Josh Gordon. All right, guys, let's talk I waiver wire in this week's down to the wire. All right, so this is a rough week for a lot of people out there because there's a lot of teams on by, and it's uh, there's not much out there. So, I mean, you have to do what you have to do. Everyone, a lot of people are struggling, so you got to fill the spots. You got to fill the holes with something. One guy that I would target if you're needing a QB, maybe you just don't trust your QB. One guy you should go out and get is Andy Dalton. He has a nice a nice matchup coming up against the Colts. The Colts just made Bortles look almost elite. Threw for 310 yards. Threw for one touchdown, but still 310 passing yards. It's pretty impressive from Bortles. I don't, I don't even know if he had any interceptions. And Andy Dalton, when he goes off, he goes off. So if you have a need at QB... That's the guy you should target. And piggybacking off of that, I know tight end is a position that's incredibly slim at the moment. And so if you are needing someone there, I'm pretty sure Tyler Croft is available in your league. And that's someone you can probably get for nothing. And I'm since I'm expecting Ed Dalton to produce in a big way this week, that's someone that should be a benefactor off of that. What do you guys have? Uh, if uh, like I was saying, if he's available in your league, Josh Gordon, 
<laughs> no. Everyone, please stay away from Josh Gordon <laughs> until he, you get some news, and even then, give it give it like a, a week or two, man. I mean, he can't just come back mid-season and start producing monster numbers. He could just come back tomorrow. <laughs> no, he hasn't filed for reinstatement, man. That's a process. People to look at. Uh... Ted Ginn Jr. You know, is a surprise for me. I was looking at his numbers, and he's put up solid numbers in the last two weeks. And that's tough for me to say because as a Dolphins fan, we took him first overall. And I watched him drop pass after pass for many years. Yeah. But in the last couple weeks, man, he's had gotten solid numbers. Willie Sneed isn't playing or hurt. I don't know what the hell happened to him. His hamstring issues. Yeah, I think so, I read a stat where the last three games, Ted Ginn Jr. has caught all his passes. He, he's putting up solid numbers, man. Be something to look at. Corey Davis. I mean, Titans are on by, but they're not throwing the ball to Eric Decker. Delaney Walker's hurt. You could pick him up this week, stash him for next week. He got 10 targets last week. I like where you're going with, because uh, wide receiver is another position that's really slim right now. Devonte Parker might be out this week. Might be. So I mean, he got a limited practice today. I think. So someone you might look into is Kenny Stills as well. Yeah. Had a great performance this past week, and if Devonte Parker were to miss a game, he'd become one of the top guys. Definitely. And if you're desperate for running backs, maybe you have someone to buy. Maybe roll the dice on Jalen Rashard or DeAndre Washington. Seeing as Marshawn Lynch got suspended. That's that's hard, yeah. It's like, which is the one you want? They'll probably end up Me? about the same. No, I'm sorry, just rhetorically. Oh, well. Depends. If, you want, if you're in a half PPR, PPR, maybe Jalen Rashard. I'm going to throw in another running back in there. So a couple weeks ago, Hansel went all in on this guy. <laughs> and... <laughs> Ran out of patience just a week too early. Latavius Murray. So he, he finally, he looks like he, any issues he had with his knee, he's past that. So that's a type of, that's a guy who's probably going to get you pretty good flex numbers. And you don't have to go all in on him. So if he's available, then that's someone you can target if you're, if you need an RB or flex. No regrets. I would go all in again. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't. <laughs> so if you if what if our commissioner were to reinstate your all your fob money, you would go all in on Latavius Murray again? No. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is you drop them, man. Like that hurts. You spend all your money and you drop the guy. Like out of pride, I would I would have rolled with him the <laughs> Just whole year with him. on my bench. You know, like it's impossible in our. All right, I've made well, you some. You kept bad Josh decisions. Gordon. No, 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 you know what? The moment I drop Josh Gordon, what do you guys are gonna pick him up? And I'm just gonna be so mad. <laughs> the only one who would do that is Dixie, just to get on your nerves. Reinstated. Oh, that would be hilarious. Unlikely though, but Hansel, unless you... oh, until the day you see him file for reinstatement, and you know whatever he has to do, however long that that'll take. I don't think anyone's gonna touch him. Hansel, do you have anyone you want to highlight? Yeah, I, if you're in need of a QB, I mean, Matt Moore is starting again, who 
can you know i mean he he really he, he knows the system he's been in there long enough you know he he knows the plays it to me he's like he's like our garoppolo you know you can just plug him in and it just works i mean he might throw an interception or two but guy's solid um Somebody else I would say is uh, Jared Cook, if you're in need of a tight end. I mean, I know he's kind of hit or miss, um, but he put up solid numbers last game. And if this Oakland offense is really, you know, just keeps going the direction it's going, just super pass heavy, almost no running, they're going to have they're going to have to spread out the ball a lot. And I mean he's good for drops so maybe uh maybe they're looking for someone else to throw it to to just share that load and i i expect uh targets to go up for everyone else on that team all righty those are all good guys yeah so if anyone is uh, lacking in any positions take that into account and uh hopefully that works out for you so now let's do a little well this week the tone on this next segment might be a little different since this man is coming off a win. <laughs> but let's jump right into this. Let's see what Pablo has to say in this week's Pablo's Problems. Hello, everyone. It's me, Pablo. Welcome to Pablo's Problems. Second week of trying this. Um, I know last week I said that I would lose because I don't believe my team, but that kind of helps me sometimes and I actually won. However, just like a side note, I was up 70 points going into Monday night, right? My opponent had Carson Wentz and fucking Aguilar. And believe me when I tell you that like, I got tight, man. Like I was, I stopped watching the game. Like I couldn't deal with it. Just watching this fucking Ron Weasley guy throw the ball. It was, it was, it was, it was, I was scared. I was legit scared. Everyone's like, no, you're up 70 points. You're going to win. Bullshit. I don't trust anything, especially fucking fantasy football, because like nothing has gone like too well for me this year. I did want to highlight bullshit trades. Bullshit trades, because I got I got from Dixie, Terrell Pryor, Blau Pau, Jeremy Maglin. And that was like three weeks ago. Those motherfuckers haven't played or have played like garbage. Meanwhile, I gave him Funches and Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin, Boomer Buzz, had in a solid game though. And then Funches ended up being part of a package deal that got Dixie Amari Cooper, which is fucking bullshit, dude. Meanwhile, Terrell Pryor... Fuck Stan Snyder's wife and doesn't play, like he plays like what to the third series and then sits the rest of the fucking game and plays the last two minutes, gets two catches. Like, fuck you, man, and your bullshit trades. My trade with Ryan ended up working out. I lost Frank Gore, but I got Shady, who did great as I spoke about earlier, and Julio Jones continues to do nothing. That's. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully, maybe next week I'll complain about something else, which I will. Maybe loss, maybe win. Who knows? All right. I'm pretty sure a lot of people might have been in a similar situation. 
Fuck Julio Jones. <laughs> still, still mad. But he's not on my team. And he's not my problem anymore. But did Julio Jones score like twenty points last week? No touchdown though. It's like you're checking up on an ex girlfriend. Yeah. It's like you still check. Her, you still follow her on Instagram. See what she's yeah. up to. See what. Yeah, she's up Julio to. Jones definitely did score twenty points. No touchdowns though. Oh, I mean, he did. Never mind. He did get that one. Fuck. Whatever. First good game, but Shady did better is my point, so I improved. So if this was like checking up on an ex-girlfriend, then I'm still winning the breakup. <laughs> now, uh, you know, every person out there needs something to feel good about themselves, feel good about their team. You know, a little motivation boost going into this matchup. So let's highlight some X factors this week. Who do we expect to blow up? Or just really have an impact on their games, on their respective games. PJ, who do you want to highlight? Um, Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear my ex calling, and it's Julio Jones. Because, I mean, they play the Jets. Kenny Stills managed to, like, you know be what second best receiver third best like top five receiver this week two touchdowns like 80 80 yards julio fucking jones should be able to like do some similar if not better because he's julio jones and kenny still is just a deep ball man i expect julio jones to really be a difference for ryan this week or everyone how about you hansel X Factor, uh, I want to highlight Derek Carr. I think uh, it's going to be another good week against Buffalo, who has an anemic offense. And uh, even though, you know, so so expect Oakland to be on the field, you know, their offense to be on the field a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know what to expect this week. This is, this is, this is a lot of up in the air. A lot, a lot is up in the air for me. I, I don't know what to expect. Confidence. <laughs> All right, guys. I and I, I'm going to have to go with Michael Thomas. I'm, I'm going to say that he's going to get the Amari Cooper treatment this week. I like how they started getting him involved this last game. He really didn't have much of an impact until the second half of the game. And I think for the Saints to get going, they have to get Michael Thomas involved. So I think that's uh, he's going to get a little of the Amari Cooper week eight. The Amari Cooper treatment week eight. And uh, I'm banking on that and hoping that's the case. <laughs> I like how you both highlighted players you own. This is how I feel, man. <laughs> I, just, I just feel confident is all, man, you know. It's the confidence, exactly. All right, let's write that confidence into our last segment and everyone's favorite segment the one and only smack up face off i hope you guys brought some ammunition or are you winging it i always wing it man i work <laughs> best on my feet a little from column a a little from column b okay okay all right so who wants to start us off in this uh week's matchup um hansel Age before beauty. All right, let's do this. Let's do it. 
He's like, it's not. <laughs> All right, Pablo. Hit me. This week, you versus me, man. Been waiting for this all season. Not. <laughs> Let's just take a look at your squad, man. You got, you got Tyreek Hill, who, as your wide receiver one, who, in my opinion, you know, is representative of your whole team. It just reeks. It just, it just smells bad. You guys don't do good at all. Um, you got you got Shady, who I know you think is back, but don't don't let last week's performance fool you, man. He still plays in Buffalo, the the like fifth best team in their division. I'm reserving fourth for a better team, which could just at any moment join the division and instantly be better than Buffalo. Um, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just going to go off, man. Derek Carr's back, you know, his, his fine. He's going to carry the team on his back. <laughs> Anything that helps me say the word back. It's not broken, man. It still works. Camelback. Antonio Brown. Back. I mean, if he's still on my team, heads up to anyone else in the league. Make me offers, please. I need wide receivers. I'm looking for depth. <laughs> He's like marketing slash begging. <laughs> that was, that was Mark like... Ingram, man, New Orleans <laughs> versus Chicago. I mean, Chicago's not going to stop this man. He's just—he's a truck. He's a big, big truck coming right for every... Pablo. My team—it's got a lot of problems, man. I've lost Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I've got I've got two guys on bye weeks. We should change it to Ansel's problems. But I mean, my, my, my team's got a lot of problems, but Pablo's team ain't one. Ooh, okay. Nice. Okay. Way to bring it all back. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> a little, I feel a little bad for you after that, actually. <laughs> oh, man. Let's... let's... Pity is what he was trying to put across before you went. I don't feel bad for anyone in fantasy football ever because literally no one is putting anything at risk. <laughs> We're just a bunch of assholes watching TV every Sunday. <laughs> so Why do we get so invested? It hurts. <laughs> it does hurt. I wanted you to go 0-16 again because that brings me joy. To watch there are certain people that I don't want to win it's you tech and Dixie you guys just run your mouths like you are the new fucking I don't know fantasy football god you have one you have two wide receivers starting this week one is Antonio Brown fine the other is Josh Gordon a man who currently is not eligible to play, man. <laughs> Derek Carr got, like, the Batman treatment in Dark Knight Rises and miraculously cured his back. That thing is being held on by, like, a thread. I don't, do not let him put 
your weak ass team on his back because it will it will crush him. <laughs> yeah, Mark Ingram, who oh, the original wife fucker, Sean, fuck Sean Payton's wife, who God knows when. <laughs> Mark, you know Sean Payton hates this guy. You got Legarrette Blunt as your RB two. You're gonna need. You'll take any blunt after this week after my team beats you. <laughs> Remember those Reggies you got in Gainesville that year? Those those will satisfy because I, I'm not scared of this team. Jimmy Graham can't fucking catch. I saw that game, dude. He could just dropping passes. I don't know what happened to this guy. Hunter Henry, garbage. Justin Tucker, uh... He's cool. I like him. I, I Miami defense. Well, eh, what are you gonna no? <laughs> I just plug in Zay Jones or Mike Wallace or fucking I don't know Matt Forte. Fucking do something with your life. <laughs> Namely, give up on Josh Gordon and Jeremy <laughs> Fadden because he's gonna play, man. Turn into Josh an intervention. <laughs> oh man. That's not where Born I thought this would this go. Week. <laughs> yo, yo, Pablo. What's up? I'll trade you Josh Gordon for Tyree Kill. Let's <laughs> even send it. Send that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a desperate man right there. Well, uh, if anyone out there is in Hansel's situation, then... um, I don't think... I mean, taking a, a loss just because you can't fill all your gaps, it's not that bad. It, it's I think it's better than to weaken your team for the rest of the season. I mean, if you have like all your players on bye, then you're going to lose. What are you going to do? Depends on your situation, bro. I mean, if you're at the bottom of the pile, then maybe you have to do something drastic. But Every win matters. Yeah, not every... I don't... I don't know if every league has a punishment trophy like we do. If we didn't have a punishment trophy, I think we wouldn't be as desperate. But I think just losing, I mean, that's the the point of this podcast. We're here to bitch about fantasy football like assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but it's amazing how many people feel the same way. Like, I'll scroll, scroll through Twitter to searching I hate fantasy football, trying to appeal to some more listeners. And it's it's ridiculous. It's like people get so invested in fantasy football yep. when it's really just luck. There's nothing you can do. It's more art than science, man. No, there's some it's games. Long. I mean, there's some losses where it's like, why do I why do I do this to myself? Why am I still playing this when I feel this Dude, horrible? I know. Last that that happened to me last night. I was you know I was telling you I was watching the. I gave up on the, the Monday night game because I was 70 points up. And not that I was, like, super confident because I told you I don't fucking buy anything, that there's no guaranteed win until it's over. Sure. And I was watching Carson Wentz get points and points. And I was like, bro, if if I lose with a 70-plus point win, I'm fucking quitting this shit. Like, I can't do this to myself. It's the anxiety. I I was, just, it's so yeah, rough. Yeah, I was I was angry. Dixie's texting me. Like, I don't want to talk to you, bro. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I, it's, it's it's crazy, but, you know, we love it. The high, the, the lows are super low and the highs are super high. 
I mean, I will never be lower than I was last season with my perfect winless season. And not a single win every week. Nothing wrong with my team, mind you. You know, solid players. Just lackluster performances week after week. Well, you missed two wins. You were two wins away. I mean, two losses away. You were supposed to lose to me. And then lose in the dildo bowl. <laughs> right, right. I was two losses away from losing it all. And, you know, regular season being over, you know, total losing record in that. Come back and just make that one week win. I mean, that 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 that's as low as it gets, really. <laughs> you know, it's just basically avoiding it by just a fraction of an inch. How does that I'm, happen? I'm, I'm just trying to get into the playoffs at this point. How did you not luck into a single win throughout the entire regular season? <clears throat> Let, let's just let's just go back a season before where I actually did end up going to the dildo bowl <laughs> with a point two margin in not only the game to send me to the loser playoffs, but in the final game for me to walk away dildo free. <laughs> Point two. This is, this is just this is the kind of game we play over here. It's just yeah, yeah. It's, well you Ramos bailed you out on that one, man. Did not play Alan Hearns for some reason. <laughs> All I gotta say is I am very, very grateful for my brother being in this league. Because <laughs> Who knows who would have gotten that loser trophy if it weren't for him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a man who um, the first week of the season was all uh, all hyped up on. Uh, well, he thought that Beckham was going to play. Didn't bother checking before the game started. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, should be interesting for him this season. Looking good for him. I think I lost against him. He's one of my few losses this year. <laughs> wow. That happened to me in another league. Uh, I had Odell, but we had the storm hit. So, and then my power, the, we had no cell service and no power. So I couldn't switch out Odell. But I still managed to win that week. <laughs> Damn. Lucky. I right. quit, Yeah, I mean. Fucking storm. And now he's gone for the season. And now he's gone for the season. And you know, in that league, I'm actually six and one. <laughs> Those people are not good. Man, it's been a terrible season for big injuries. It's been rough. Yeah, bro. A lot of top guys went down early. Luckily, no one really went down this week, but you know, there's still a lot more season left. Yes, there is. So yeah, don't sleep on the waiver wire, even though there's not much out there yet. Yep. Something will come up. Something always comes up. Exactly. All right, guys. And on that note, we wrap up the show. I wish you guys luck out there on all your matchups. If uh, this is the first time you're listening to the show, thank you for sticking throughout the entire length of this show. And we hope you follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, your favorite your favorite podcast platform. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. 
And you can email us anything bank you want to tell us. No, we can't. No, we're not on bank <laughs> Anything you want to email us uh, at I hate fantasy football T-O-O at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Anything you guys want to say? Do we have a hashtag? We don't, I guess. No. We should. Hashtag I, I hate fantasy. Hate fantasy football or I hate FF. I hate FF. But no one knows what it yeah. means. I hate FF. I hate fantasy football too long. Hashtag I hate fantasy football too much. Character limits, man. True. We'll work on it. Reach out. Hit me up. I always have my cell phone in my hand. Any closing thoughts, Hansel? Um, You know, good luck to uh, anyone who isn't playing me this week. And if you are, I feel sorry for you. Strong confidence to end the show. You've just listened to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast. Join us next week for more nonsense. Goodbye. Josh Gordon is going to be back week eight. (laughs) It's a matter of days, hours. Big comeback. Ah! (laughs)